Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Well, we're here, back chat 2.0, Dan and Will. Yeah, good evening. Look, if we had have pressed record um, probably about three three hours ago, we'd have we'd have three episodes. We we're, would. We've been in this room for a little while now, mm. and we've finally started the podcast. I think the sun was up when we came in. Look, it's good news. We're in a new studio. We're yeah. in our own studio. We're yeah. here. We're in back chat studios. Yeah. Um, which is exciting. Uh, now, if you know, if the if the audio quality is a little bit down, I'll tell you the story about where where we've been, the journey we've been on, and mm. how we've got to where we are. It's been a bit of a journey. Yeah. And look, if the audio quality is a little bit off, just bear with us. We're just we have some teething. Yeah. Teething problems, because what happens is um, what happened. No. Yeah. What happened was yeah. Tell us. Uh, over the weekend, I said to the boys, Charlie, who's not here. No. He sends his apologies. Mm. On the weekend, I said, boys, it, that, that's it. We, we need a new studio. We need to move. Let's just, we, we're going to have to pull the pin and we're going to have to rip the band aid off. And I said, what I want on my desk Monday, I want the exact stuff I need to buy. Yep. Where to buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I wrote another list of other things I wanted, but that was the main thing with starting the new studio. Yes. You did that. You sent that through. You said, head down to Manny's, who I will say at the start of this story, Manny's down in uh, West Lady, West Perth, West Lady, somewhere there on the border. They were they were outstanding. Were they? Yeah, they were very good. Okay. But I was highly intimidated going into, it, it's a musical store, to buy a podcasting mixer. I was very intimidated and out of my depth and out of my league and out of my environment. Mm. It was like a... I would have liked to see it actually. What's a good analogy here? Um, like a fish out of water. Yeah, <laughs> such a lame one. Yeah, well, you- you're such a dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've walked in, and the like, they're just musicians. Like they're just so cool. Everyone's in there is so cool. I've walked in in my runners. Yeah. <laughs> May as well have been in my West Coast outfit. Because yep. they've just seen me coming from a mile away. Like, look at this jock. This idiot. Yep. This idiot. Yeah, dumb dumb. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I, I I read out what you wanted. I didn't I didn't know what it was called. So I was fumbling around looking through messages. You know what it's like when you go yeah, into stores and you don't know what you want. And you're in, I was in. It wasn't just like Kmart. Like this is the experts, yeah. and they're like, get to the point, mate. Just say exactly what you want. It's like when you go to Subway and you've had four texts from your mates. Everyone getting what they want, and then you're fumbling around. <laughs> and she's like, "What? Well, just tell me the bread you want." At least you know what you're doing in Subway. I didn't even know what. I don't know what bread was, if it was no analogy. <laughs> anyway, we've we've got our stuff. It's coming in a couple of little lots. So yeah. we've got our mixer, which has enabled us to move. Mm. We're 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 ad hocking a little bit with the microphones at the moment, which is just affecting the audio quality a little bit. But we promise Stick with us. They'll be the we've got some baller mics coming next week. Mm. And they're coming. So anyway, we're excited. We're in we're in new studios. Do you know how we were able to make this happen, Will? Moving on up. 
Uh, no, no, no idea actually. Well, Patreon. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, Patreon is how we've been able to make it happen, and it, uh, I bang on it a little bit. Like I, I'd go on about it a little bit. A bit of a used car salesman. Yeah, I don't think it's like that though. No, it's not. I, I, I'm. There's no lemons here. I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm genuinely appreciative of the support we've got. Hmm. We've got almost fifty patreons now. Very strong. Uh, patrons on Patreon. <laughs> I just can't believe how much I stuff this. You'd up be every the time. worst ambassador for the well, <laughs> for Patreon. Yeah, well, I'd, I don't care. A- anyway, we've had another whole bunch of people sign up. Um, really stoked to have everyone on board: Declan, Sam, David, Peter, Martin, Graham, Rachel. Rachel's twenty. Rachel loves back chat. Just Sorry, no. Rachel lives for back chat. Lives for back chat. Yeah, like we 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 just wanted to start with we really we really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. And it all goes to making better and more. Yeah, more Patreons to get. We'll more get, we'll get, stuff. We'll get, we'll get better microphones. Hmm. Um, so we're here. We're in the new studio. We're in Subiaco, actually, not far from old Subiaco Oval. Yeah, you yeah. would have. You would have. Hung well, this is where Backchat started, mate. In a, right. in a dungeon mm. on an iPhone. Yep. It wasn't called Backchat. It's called Squawk Talk. There you go. Um, I've got a Subiaco memory of of Eagles players and Subi, and it's not mine. I'm gonna go for it. Uh, I, I was looking for the xylophone up. Oh, this one. Yeah. Subiaco memory. So it's not mine. I'm straight stealing this from my wife. So one time she was walking in the Subiaco area, I think down Hay Street, and she's walked around the corner at the same time Dean Cox has walked around the corner and she's fully stepped on him because <laughs> <laughs> they have collided around the corner. And this is while he's playing. And so she was really like scared that maybe... She'd done something, but she'd completely stepped on Dean Cox. Like his feet are his... His nose or... <laughs> no, his feet. His feet are his... The things that make him good. Wow, she trampled him. Yeah, she trampled him. So, you know, I know that you guys used to hang around the Subi area a fair bit. Dean Cox Did you used to go to the footy in, at Subiaco? Yeah. Yeah. Bloody loved it. You're a big fan, aren't you? I like football. I mean, I, I started this podcast saying you're a Freo fan. You're definitely not. You're a big no, West Coast fan. No, and I... um uh. The Subi, you know what I found about Subi though is like the big difference between what um, Perth Stadium is now. Um, when you're walking up the stands to get your seat at Subi, it was like you, you're in this concrete, gross jungle. Yeah, where not where dreams are made of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're in this like it's all sterile concrete. It's gross. What's Optus Stadium? Um, Perth Stadium is like I, I I don't refuse to use the brand name. Why? No, actually, I don't work. I'm not work. I know. No, I'll <laughs> uh, no, just stadium. It's just a bit more. Like, there's more going on. Like, it, I don't feel like it's just I'm in this sterile environment. So, okay, cool. Mm. Um, we're, we're having beers because we're recording a bit later because we can do when we want. So, mm. just thought I'd say that it's enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, have you got your tickets for this weekend prelim final, or you're saving up for the granny still? I'm saving up for the granny. Um, I don't want it to be a situation where I use my good karma or, or universal points. For the prelim, you said last week you've got a WhatsApp group mm. with some mates. Yes, uh, has that has anything eventuated? You, uh, you said Not you're yet. putting your feelers out. Yeah, um, I, I think what we're going to do is do the old Ticketmaster refresh at you know eight AM when they go on sale, and just hope well, all four of us will jump on. Well, one thing I've never really had to do is buy tickets to the footy. <laughs> yeah, I, right. I realised that uh, during the week mm. I had to buy tickets to the prelim. Oh, of course. Um, it was through a member access, so I had special barcodes. What, from a mate who's a member of one of the clubs? No, uh, 200 club, mate. Uh, 200, 200 of the best. 194 AFL, some pre-season games. Got yep. me into the uh, the gold lounge. Yeah. Anyway, uh, not a big deal. Get two tickets to every game other than grand final. Mm-hmm. Um, so I logged on to that portal, which is the same portal everyone else used on Ticketmaster and used my barcodes. So you got a coupon code or something? Yeah. Well, no, you get a barcode. Like you're, you're a right, Ticketmaster right. member maybe. And it was the first time I've ever – it was the first time in 15 years I've bought f- tickets to the footy. I felt kind of good. I, I mean, they were free, but <laughs> – I still have to line up like everyone else. Yeah, you went straight to the I, queue. I never, I never, queue. No, no, no. I've never done the, like, you had to click join the queue, and I was 3,000. I was. Oh, um, really? Yeah, and it counted me down. And there you go. It was a good experience. I, it was really, it was a really good experience. Well, I hope that I'm going to get the same that, same that. So I'm sitting on two little uh, hot prelim tickets right now. Haven't, haven't, haven't distributed them. I, I will be giving them to someone. 
Oh, okay. Not yeah, because you'll, call- you'll be calling Yeah, them, I'll yeah. be calling. So I'll be, mm. yeah, I'll be, yeah, yeah, be interesting. Okay. Sitting, well, I think, I'm, the- I think I am free, so... No, oh, you said you didn't want to go. You wanted to um, keep your oh, karma tickets, I think. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Said. Yeah, yeah, no, we don't want to waste them. Now, a few big things during the week. Mm. Uh, while we're on Optus Stadium and, you know, the grand final, mm. apparently there's uh, terrorist threats here in Western <laughs> Australia. Okay, this I'm so confused we're about this threat. whole situation. So, um, grand final parade happens in Melbourne every year. Doesn't I don't think it happened last year because of COVID. Yeah, um, which is un- it's pretty easy. Understandable. Yeah. It happens every other year in in Melbourne, and it's a big deal. I've never been a part of the Grand Final Parade, but you would have been in the back of probably a Toyota Hilux or something. I've done two. I've done two. Yeah, yeah. So they're amazing. Yeah, yeah. So um, Uh, more people go to the parade than they do the the game because it's free. Yeah, of course. Go stand by the side of the road. So I heard a few days ago that there was this you know fear around a terror threat for the grand final parade you're, that's you're, why it wasn't going you've ahead you've got your finger on the pulse here i mean you're very close to the you know <laughs> the, the news sources here what are, what are you hearing but the thing is so that's what i, I Media heard watch terror there's a terror threat they're scared and so this morning i was at work and i and i was um chatting to the guy i work with and i was saying yeah it's so weird about the terror threat and he said well mcgowan came out and said i don't know what they're talking about we want the parade and so i'm so confused about this because it appears that the afl are the only ones who are worried about a terror threat. Yet the city of Perth and Mark McGowan, state government... I mean, Mark... Mc- yeah, okay. Mark- ...has said, no, no, no. We don't... Okay, we don't know what they're talking about. We want we want the grand final parade. The AFL said, um, amongst other reasons, one of the things they fear is a, is, is a terror threat. I saw some backpedalling going on today, saying right. that the AFL felt like they needed to protect the players and a parade was... Not 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 against terror, but uh, not having a parade meant that there was less risk of. I, I don't know what I, I I I've been quite critical at stages of Mark McGowan's handling of. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to get into that on this yeah. podcast, but it's quite a safe area, Western Australia, in terms of COVID. Yeah, um, which is what they're trying to protect against. And I would say terror. I would say if you you can't actually get in here, yep. so unless you're already here. And you're building an extremist lab. I would say that we're under as much terror threat as like Melbourne. So I was. So that makes no sense. No yeah, sense. Yeah, it does make sense to me. So, like, um, uh, the AFL worried about Perth showing up Melbourne. Like, they're going to make such a good thing here that that they're going to go. Oh man, we got to give. I think so. I tweeted that. I said it sounds like someone's got their ball and gone home with it. it was, oh, is that you, what you meant by yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, okay. You can't. You can't play. You know. Sorry, we can't play. You can't play either. Yeah, right. We're done. Mm, so weird, because I would like to be a part of the parade. I think that'd be cool. AFL, the, the grand final parade's great. Like I said, it's more people than normal grand final. I've been in two. Um, the first one, 2015, um, was more exciting than 2018, because it was a new thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember like, all the players had phones out, taking photos, taking selfies. Yep. Well, when we ended up losing that game, we looked back on the grand final parade, and I was like... Really should have just been worried about playing the game the next day and not worrying about taking a selfie in the back of the Hilux. Yeah. Because... Why are they always Hiluxes? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. You answer your own question then? Yep. Dude? Yep. As soon as I said it. Um, they're not going to chuck us in a Ford Ranger when uh, Toyota's <laughs> sponsor of the game. I can get one of those um, Lowe's limo hot tubs. Oh, I'd be very happy with that. <laughs> anyway, so we went to 2018 and and no, we, we had no phones rule. No phones, no sunglasses. Yep. Even like, in the lead up, because I know that was afterwards as well. No, not... Afterwards, afterwards we do it. At the, no, at the like you know the the premiership. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. No, no, Sonny's on stage. Mm. Yeah, unless you're Scott Lyson, who was asleep on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Actually asleep. We dragged him up. If you see, if you see any photos of when we came back to Perth, in 2018, yeah. it's a longer story than this. And look, who knows? Might be able to tell it on a long ranging podcast like Backchat 2.0. Yep. Remind me, Scott Lyson story, but it ends in. <laughs> us dragging him on stage, effectively unconscious. And like he was week, the only, like he's weekend the only, at Bernie's. <laughs> it's literally weekend at Bernie's. He's the only person with Sonny's on. Have a look at the photos if you ever seen him. Yeah. All on stage. I was I was too down from him and I'm just I'm just crying with laughter because he's, he's standing there limp. He's got, instead of his soles of his feet on the ground, his feet are facing down and his yeah, back yeah, yeah. of his ankles are hanging on the oh, ground. Oh, man. Yeah, so Scotty had a big uh, big flight. Quite a big night into a big flight. 
Yeah. And I didn't quite make the, the what was it here, the procession. Did you come to that? Down at Langley Park? No, I think I was um, I was busy. You're busy? <laughs> You're busy? Yeah. Were you close to coming to 2018, grand final? Um, you would have tried. No, I spent I I spent all my tickets on the home prelim. Oh, the karma tickets. <laughs> no, the um, I I did I did think about it, but the flight the flights are just outrageous mm. from Perth to Melbourne. Yeah, correct. And there was a few reasons, but you know, money was the big one. I and and I always, and I did know like if the Eagles do get to the grand final, at least I got to witness the home prelim and um and. That was really enjoyable. And we got very good seats to that, so I was happy with that. That was the closest I've gotten so far. Lockie Neal wants to trade home. Yes. Now, I do have something to say here that's going to be a bit disappointing to you and to listeners. Okay. I knew about this uh, before this dropped. Oh, thanks for sharing. Yeah. So, okay, how long? Surely not before, what, so pre Two, three weeks. Okay. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, and I didn't tell you, all the listeners. Thanks, Sorry. No, that's okay. So I've heard it's it's happening. And so I, I did want to talk about today. Mm. I, don't, I don't think that's the right move for Fremantle to make. Yeah, look, for me, um, I'm really interested in the fan reaction to this because he left Frio. I was going to look this up before, I forgot to. Yeah. He left Frio three seasons ago. He's played 60 games for Brisbane. Yeah. Two All-Australians, Brownlow medal. So I can't remember where Frio um, landed on the ladder that season that he left. Oh, it was... It, it was... wasn't finals. It wasn't finals. And I don't think they've been pushing for finals for quite some time. Yeah. So he left them when they were like, you know, not even sinking ship. Like they're on, they're on the bottom. Mm. You know, not the bottom of the ladder, but they weren't, they weren't really going anywhere. So I think fans were probably a little... Um, obviously, you know, hurt by this guy. Yeah, Ro- Ro- very, very good. Ross Lyon was finishing up as well. It was kind of like the end of the Ross Lyon era is when he left. Yeah, which is interesting because I, I, from my understanding, he just did not like Ross Lyon. But um, Kanye West <laughs> says, Kanye West says, um, um, sun don't shine in the shade. He says, uh, birds can't fly in the cage. The Doesn't he say like? Um, I'm a gold digger or something. Yeah, but the next line of that is um, not of, do- of gold digger, but of waves. He says, um, feelings don't always go away even when somebody goes away. So I'm really interested in the Frio fans because they would have been so hurt by him leaving. Are they going to welcome him back with open arms? Is he going to be like the prodigal son return? Or does he have to sort of rebuild trust in the... Not be rebuild trust, but a, I don't know. Does everyone just forget the past? Not if they have to give up two first-round picks. Because they they've got their first-round pick for this year, like normal. Yep. Haven't traded it away. Adam, mm-hmm. Adam Chera will net them at least one first-round pick. Yep. It might be like first and a second or something there. So they're going to be like loaded up in this draft, which if they use it, um, there's some WA key position players that are like high level guys um, that they could set them up for 10 to 15 years. Lockie Neal's 28 years old. Mm. And you know how I feel about midfielders. They're a dime a dozen. Like, yep. who cares? Right. So, yeah, great player. And you always want to add good players to your team, but at what cost? If they have to give two first rounders up, which they'll have to, they, that's what they'll have to give up. Mm. Um, I don't know how it gets done, but apparently it's happening. Apparently he's coming back to Western Australia. Yeah, so that's my next question. Apparently he's coming back to Western Australia. Now, I'll tell you one thing right here. Ask the question. I was going to say by some, I don't know, um, I don't know if I want to call it miracle or genius because I don't know if it would be a good move for the Eagles, but could they pull a deal that sends a key player to Brisbane in return for Lockie Neal? Now, here's an inside story for you. Okay. Now, I held back on Lockie Neal, but I've got something here that this this isn't in the public at all. Okay. So, let's get into this. Okay. West Coast, during the year, went to their players. This was publicised. And they said, um, I'll just leave that there. How's okay. that sound? I'll just leave that right there. Okay. That sounds that, pretty good. Our Patreon listeners just got a nice little <laughs> nice little taste of a nice little scoey inside gift there. If you want to get access to that, yep. you can jump on over to Patreon. 
Um, you can get access to Patreon on our website, www.backchatpodcast.com.au. And I believe that takes you to our podcast. Um, we did a test with my mum, uh, Jan. Hi, mum. And she, <laughs> she felt like she wasn't quite getting to our website. But that's our website, backchatpodcast.com.au. Hit Contribute. You can join Patreon and you can just have a listen to a nice little nice little insight. No, you, you like that one as well. Yeah, I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. You like that one. Um, I like the, to be honest, I'm not sure what will happen, but I like the nug. Um, well, it's based on inside of facts. Yeah. So there you go. I do who cares feel, if it doesn't happen? I do feel bad for Jan because in her efforts to get onto the Backchat podcast, there is a chance she's downloaded some malware <laughs> onto the can computer. We, we've got a video of me trying to talk mum through yeah. getting onto Backchat. Can we please put it up? Yeah, yeah. I'll it, put it up. Yeah, it. No, no. I'll put. It, uh, maybe we'll just do the audio because the audio is funny. You don't need to see it. Okay, good. Mm. All right, you can put that up on Instagram. That'd be great. Over the weekend, there, there, there was just there was just enormous amounts across social media of videos and images and experiences. And there was, I don't know, it was on Reddit, it was on Twitter, it was on Instagram. Not that I was on Reddit. You know, I wasn't on Reddit. Don't laugh at me. I know you're trying. I am trying. I'm, my, my one and only foray into there. I just made, I just got made look like a silly man. Mm, anyway, fair. college football's back in the States mm. and they have opened up. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, the crowds, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, they're the same as Western Australia, except uh, they have COVID. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, actually what's happening. Yeah. So Wisconsin's one of them, uh, Michigan's another. They had 100,000 people and... Look, if you want to find fan engagement, this is another thing that's going to go up on social media this week. We've got mm. two, two posts already. Is Just have a look at the fan engagement. If, you, if, you, if you're if a long-time fan, which a lot of you are, you heard about us talk about West Coast's fan engagement. Mm. How some, do, some great, some great um, decisions being made by the, the department. It's just dreadful. Okay. okay? There's, there's the huddle, poor. Mm-hmm. The new team song. Someone said, someone said on it's Twitter. Someone said on Twitter, the birds of Tokyo should be deported <laughs> because of what they've done. Poor birds of Tokyo. <laughs> what they've done to the West Coast Eagles theme song. Right, mm. fan engagement. I think needs a lot of work. Not just at West Coast. I'm having a little dig across Australian sport. Like what? What? what Port Adelaide. You know, Port Adelaide do a good job with the um, Never Tear Us Apart. Oh no, uh, is it Never Tear Us Apart? Yeah, yeah it? never yeah. tear us apart. NXS. That's the only um, really good one that I can think of in the AFL. What about the hawk that flies around the uh, up the stadium? You mean the eagle? Eddie, oh, <laughs> 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 Eddie the eagle. <laughs> it's a hawk. hawk. The wedge tail eagle. Yeah. It's not even wedge tail. Um, yeah, the eagle that flies around. Uh, didn't it go rogue a few, maybe yeah. eight weeks ago? Look. Look, you get the point. Fan engagement and fan things to people in to, to engage in is poor. Have a look on our socials this week at some of what American sport and, and specifically college football does. Yeah. They have 100,000 people doing the same thing. So one of them is Enter Sandman by Metallica. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. It's good. It's a big build up. And then when it drops, the whole crowd's just going nuts. I mm. saw one. Uh, uh, Jump. Yep, Jump by Van Halen. No, no, not by Van Halen. That's <laughs> that no. would be a weird one. No, jump, also jump around, jump around. Yeah, jump, jump, jump. And jump everyone's around. just jump, yeah. jump. There's a hundred thousand people jump, jump, yeah. jump. There's another one I saw. Killers, uh, Brightside singing. Mm, very um, white. Yeah, very white. But yeah. uh, no. it was like it was like being in a pub. But there's a hundred thousand people doing it. Yeah, someone I just, someone I saw on Twitter wrote like shared the video and, and <laughs> they said, this might be the whitest thing I've ever seen in my life. Just a hundred thousand people. You went to college, you went to college in America. Yeah, I did. Uh, Virginia Commonwealth University, VCU. Let's Jeez. go Rams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, they don't, their only program is, um, is basketball. They have, they have, sorry. Were you there on a basketball scholarship? Look, when I went over there, I thought probably, be a walk on, but um, it didn't end up happening that way. Um, but, <laughs> um, but they don't have an NFL team, you know, because they're not in the NFL. They don't have a football team, sorry. They don't have. Um, they might have a, a. They do have a baseball team, sorry, and probably a volleyball. But their big one is the basketball, and they've been in the NCAA tournament before. Um, 
you know, March Madness. The closest they've got, I think, is into the top eight or top four. Um, and But, yes, they go crazy for the basketball. And I've sat with the... Um, when, when you when you when you go there, you get access to tickets. They're free. You just got to register for them. Much like you know, <laughs> I understand where you've been, um, or you can buy tickets that are good seats. But the ones that you register for as a student, you sit on the like cheap stands, but it's packed. There's heaps yeah. of people, and you're sitting with a giant band, and it's like a forty to fifty piece band um, that do songs that everyone knows the words to it's all crazy. throughout the games the whole stands and jump like everything is shaking like it's it's, it's the like best. the metal like high school like it's like scaffolding yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's it's cheap as you feel it moving with everything <laughs> and that's the best sporting environment i've ever been yeah in. like and there's not even that many people and the team's not even like it's not a professional team but they're so passionate that's it's why very good i was watching this some of this college football stuff and i was like would it work in Australia? Like, would it distract? Like, I love, I, I love it. I'm very American in how I view sports. I mm. love what they do with the sports. I've been there a lot. You are a bit as well. Would it actually work here with Australians? With college? What, just, just what they do with like exactly right. that. If you put a big band down at Optus Stadium and you gave free tickets to students, I don't think it'd have the same reactions. Like, mm. uh, man, Australians are. Dickheads. I don't. A massive dickheads. I I think what the thing is with uni is that you you go to uni and you're forever connected to that university. So you've got this passion about it, and your your dad probably went there, your mum probably went there, your grandparents probably went there. Like a lot of Americans, like they they stick with universities, but and they're not born into them. Like you travel to go to uni, and so you almost pick them. You like you attach yourself to them. But in say for instance in WA. I was brought up an Eagles fan because my dad was an Eagles fan. Like I don't, I didn't really choose that. So I mean, I'm passionate about the Eagles, but in terms of there's a lot of passion for the Eagles. Like yeah, if you yeah. turn, if you turned Enter Sandman on from Metallica, mm. you're not getting the same reaction. The closest thing I can think of is the Wildcats that have they have a band, yeah. but honestly, it's them trying to recreate. Like that American They've got them college thing in and the back corner and there's literally about six of them and the, there's like two trumpets guy on a guitar. Yeah. I actually... <laughs> not, I you picked, played it? No, 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 no. I picked one of them up once it was running late for practice. Um, what? When I, work, yeah, when I worked for the Wildcats, I used to get there like a few hours before the game and I saw one guy with a giant... Tuba. Yeah, it was massive. He was running down William Street of Perth and he had the red the red polo on and I knew exactly where he was going. He was so sweaty. And I pulled over and I was like, mate, are you going to the Wildcats? He said, yes, I'm so late. And he jumped in my car and he was so sweaty. I think he smelled bad as well. That's fine. But they do, they do that. And sometimes it's been pretty good, but it's hard to get Australian people that engaged and passionate. Okay, well, while we're on American sports, uh, this is a guy I've followed um, on social media for a little while now. I got you onto him. Mm. Uh, his name's Joe Pompliano. Very good name. Very good name. Um, if you want to follow him, at Joe Pompliano. Um, Should we get him on for a, for a chat one time? I actually think he would. So yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, he would. He, I'll message him. He... We are going to go towards more interviews. I've just like, um, I guess, teased that a little bit. But we, as the footy season winds down, we're going to start winding up interviews. So Joe Pompliano, he's an American guy. He writes interesting stories between sport and business. Yes. He offers up a free... And often connects them both. A free daily email. Um, you can sign up and he sends you one story a day. It's not a big newsletter you have to pick through. It's just one story. And I would say six out of seven in a week are very interesting. Mm, things I was like, I had no idea that it was a, ever was a thing. So I thought for those who aren't on Twitter that follow us, um, but don't follow Joe, I thought we'd bring you one a week. Because yeah. they're they're bloody good. Mm. Right? And I've just messaged him. We'll get we'll get him on the podcast. Right. We'll see you next week, Joe. This one here mm. this is the highlight of the week. I don't, if you can, we, we we didn't get too many emails this week. Hello at backchat hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Didn't get a lot this week. That's okay. You send it, we read it. That's okay. If you would like to send this, what should this segment be called? Because I'm going to do one a week. Mm. Joe Pompliano. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Joe's best. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, some someone give me something. 
You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Hit me. One NBA player has sold more than 200 million pairs of shoes. Sure. But you won't find them at Nike or Adidas or Under Armour. Do you know who it is? I do because I know the story. All right. But do you want me to play along as if I don't? Yes, please. Because most people won't. It must be. Okay. My immediate thought would probably be Michael Jordan, LeBron James. First, some history. Okay. From Clyde Frazier and Puma to LeBron James and Nike, signature, signature shoes have been a staple in the NBA since the early 1970s. Simply put, every player wants one. Yep. Including 20-year-old Shaquille O'Neal, so Big Shaq, who met with Nike and Reebok before the 1982 NBA draft. Right? When Shaq met with Nike before the 1982 NBA draft, he made his desire clear. I wanted my own shoe. The result? Nike declined as they had just signed Alonzo Mourning. That really pissed Shaq off. They didn't, they didn't escort me out of the building or anything, but the meeting was short, he said. Next up, Reebok. After Nike declined to offer him a signature shoe, how's my reading going? Shaq received a $15 million offer from Reebok, which included a signature shoe and apparel line. Even better, Shaq demanded complete creative control. They obliged, and he accepted. So he wanted to he wanted to create his own shoes. He wanted to say what was on them, what they looked like. And you can tell because some of the early Shaqs are gross. <laughs> Those, so, yeah. So the early Shaqs from 1992 to 1998, the Reebok and Shaq relationship flourished. Right? Yep. They made one. They made six six signature shoes, one a year. But Shaq turned into a absolute all star, benefiting Reebok with millions and millions of sales of shoes. Right? They made a shitload of money. But after one interaction, it all changed. Leaving an Orlando Arena in 98, Shaq was confronted and cursed out by a mother. Why? She asked, why doesn't anyone make an affordable shoe? Shaq offered her $2,000 that was in his pocket at the time in cash. She smacked it out of his hand. Good on her. Mm. <laughs> Knowing she was right, he immediately set up a meeting with Reebok. So that day, I've seen this interview, that day he rang Reebok and he said... Uh, we're done. Deal over. They were yep. like, oh, we, we owe you a, we owe you like millions and millions of dollars this year. He's like, keep the money. I don't want the money. Yep. Deal's over. We're ripping people off. After realizing the gap between the cost of basketball shoes and what a typical family could pay, Shaq decided to leave Reebok. He started his own line that same year, 98, but where would he sell them? I asked myself, who is the largest retailer in the world? This is Shaq speaking. Yep. I asked myself. Is that better? Mm. The answer? Walmart. Mm. Now, for pe- people that... Yeah. You, you know America. I know America. Yeah. Walmart is like probably what Big W was 20 years ago. Mm. There's one everywhere and they sell everything. It's almost what Aldi has become. Yeah. It's bigger than that, man. It, it's, yeah, but it's, it, it's one on every corner. Like, it's massive. Yeah. Like, Walmart in America is like... The only equivalent would be Macca's here. Yes. Like if you replace every McDonald's in Australia with a Walmart, that's the kind of, yep. you know how there's like a McDonald's two minutes away from each other? Yep. That's what Walmart is. Mm. For the last two decades, so we did a deal with Walmart directly. Mm-hmm. Shaq has been selling shoes through Walmart with most retailing for 15 to $30 each. Mm. 15 to $30 compared to $200 plus at Nike. So LeBron's, they sell for $250 off the, off the shelf. The new Luke Doncic. Shoes looking amazing. I thought I might buy I might buy a pair because I love Luca. Looked at them, they're like five hundred US. Yeah. So this is the thing. This was back in the eighties and nineties, right? So this is like huge money for kids that are like. This was the problem the mother had. The best part, while others have pissed themselves laughing, like people just bag shack constantly. Like they're the worst shoes ever. Fifteen dollars, man. Like what are you selling? Well, Shaq sold two hundred and twenty million million pairs. Of those shoes. He sold 222 million pairs of the shoes right. in the last 20 years. So when it comes to shoes, there's a reason Shaq was comfortable leaving some money on the table. It's, so it's probably, it'd be close to a billion dollars. Yeah, that's it. So along a couple of other things Shaq's done in his business career, along with an early investment in Google, <laughs> Shaq owns 150 car washes, 17 Auntie Anne's and 40 24-hour fitness gyms. At one point, Shaq owned 155 Five Guys. What's a Five Guy? It's like a, a chain diner. Okay. Um, I said 10% of all diner, of that brand of diners across America. 
Despite commonly being referred to as one of the NBA's funniest players, Shaq is also an incredible entrepreneur and investor. Simply put, he gets it. Yeah. Incredible. Shaq, the man. Yep. I mean, that's that's a leak. To walk away, he would have been getting paid $40 million a year to be with Reebok. Yeah. A lady comes up, a mother says, you're, you're ripping off my son. Mm. One, he's carrying $2,000 cash in his pocket. Just yeah. to, I don't know why. Because why. in those days, that's what he did. You probably had a money clip. He pulled it out, gave it to her. She slapped it away. Mm. And then that day, get on the phone to Reebok, pull the pin. Yeah, absolute baller move. Yeah, like you said, the signature shoe is such a big deal. Yeah. Like, and it's uh, a level of like pride amongst other players to go to Walmart. That's a, yeah. I think also... People look at Shaq as a funny guy. Said so that Joe said at the end, and it, that is similar here. You look at athletes, and it's like their persona. So he puts on this like big laugh, you know, like happy-go-lucky, funny guy. But he's clearly, I mean, it helps that he's obviously coming off a big platform and making a lot of money. Mm. But so have a lot of other guys, and they wouldn't be as successful as him. Oh yeah. So he's clearly very smart and mm. puts on the funny guy. Yep. Also incredibly generous. Like, that is a good example, him just pulling out the $2,000. I've heard many times of him, you know... Um, big tips. One, yeah, big tips. Or the one recently I heard, he was at... Um, I think he was at Walmart. Walmart. It's his favourite store. I think he, one time he bought everything yeah. for his new apartment. No, he holds the record for the biggest um, uh, purchase yep. in one go at Walmart. He, he stocked his whole house at Walmart. Yeah. And I read that before I knew this story. But now it's funny because like he was, <laughs> it was his sponsor. Yeah, yeah. So well, he's like he's looking after them. He he always says it's his favorite store. And I think recently, someone a video came Tell out. Tell you what's his favorite store. It's not a billion dollars yeah, worth yeah. of shoes there. Mate. Someone posted this video sort of recently where he had um was behind a lady and she went to pay for her like groceries and he just pays for it. Like he's just he's that sort of guy where he just he would have some money by the sounds of things. Oh well. yeah, but you also don't have to share it. Today, will I pick up the West most days? Do you? Yeah, I do. I, I, Why do you do that? Just because where I work, like I just like to see what other people are talking about and make sure that there's nothing that's you know being missed that we're not talking mm. about. Mm. So pick up the West, have a read through it. Nothing really sparks my interest um, and went about my business. Later on in the afternoon, my colleague just put the paper on my desk, back page and said, what do you think of this story? Back page or front page? No, back page okay. of the West Australian. I'm getting it now. You can hear. Please stop that. <laughs> so there's a big picture. It takes up about three quarters of the page. Is he stealing something? Of Nick Nat Nui. It looks like he's stealing something. Like it look, <laughs> look at the way they've captured him like looking over his shoulder. It's not a great photo. So in there's one photo of him sort of looking back at the camera where he's realised, oh, someone out It's there. like he's caught being caught doing something. Taking photos. But I can see where that's taken. That's the front door of West Coast. Mm. It's at the Laugh Lane training facility. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, know. yeah I know exactly. I don't know if you know, but that's where West Coast trained. Ah, uh, yeah. It's the one I got kicked out of, kicked my, on my ass when I was delisted. Yeah. That was the door <laughs> yep. they kicked me out of. Yep. They put your box at the uh, of belongings hey. at the door. Mm. Speaking of boxes, uh, Nick, there's also a photo here of, of Nick Natanui carrying a box Looking near a roller, it looks like near a roller door, so yeah, it's, it's obviously a, a delivery. Yeah, it's the it's loading bay. Yep. The headline of this article is Nick's thinking outside the box. And it says, <laughs> all Australian ruckman lends a hand at Eagles HQ. So I see this and I think, oh, it's a clever way. There's probably some sort of thing they're going to be talking about, about his... Ruck, ruck craft. Maybe he's going to approach the ruck contest in a different way or, or he's going to team up with a new... Maybe he's going to go forward. He's, going yep. to, he's thinking in a Meeting new way. with a new coach, something. Maybe some new players are coming in. I just want to read you <laughs> a bit of this. And when I'm reading it, I'm thinking, okay, when are they going to get to the, the bit that this is you know worthwhile mentioning? This, no, no. This is the... For anyone not in Western Australia, there's a, quite a few. Uh, anyone who hasn't seen the paper, this is taking up three quarters of the back page of the paper. Yep. The, the picture is the entire length of the paper and probably two-thirds of the width Yep. And then there's an article underneath it. It's the this, main story. This is also a day after. A day after? Oh, no, maybe not. Lockie Neal, the Lockie Neal trade is... Grand final parade. Grand final yeah. parade, yeah. There's a, a lot fair to, bit going on. There's a lot to talk about. Oh, you know, finals in Perth for the first time. Yeah, why would... Yeah. At this moment in time, why would you even mention anyway, the Eagles? please tell me, because I'm sure okay. it's going to be a very insightful... Mm. About his mindset. Okay. This is some of the, the, the copy here. 
Did he forget his entry pass or is he just helpful? <laughs> Known for delivering on the big stage, Nick Natnui turned curry yesterday as West Coast reunited at Lath Lane for the first time since clearing quarantine following their round 23 loss to Brisbane. Oh. Stopping in his tracks at a locked side door, the old Australian turned on his heels and grabbed a pack, uh, uh, grabbed a packing box, making his way to another entrance. The Eagles 2021 <laughs> exit interviews are expected to take place through the week. It is literally... That's it. This is him saying... This is what's happened. Nick Nanui's... I don't know if he's just rocked up for a meeting or whatever, seeing that there's been a delivery happened, and he's like, oh, I'll just help him out. He picks up some boxes, and he's walking into the building, and that's what they have... That's what they've what's made. The head, what's the headline? Nick's thinking outside the box. Oh, my God, Father. Well, so, I sent you a picture of this, and I yeah. said, mate... We need to get to the bottom of this. We need to get to the bottom of this. Because this is a... This is clearly a big, big story. It's a back. It's the back page. Nick Natanui is carrying some boxes into the Eagles HQ. Right. Well, I screenshotted your text, which was a photo of the paper along with how <laughs> back page of the West. All, I was outraged. Capitals, I was capitals. so outraged. Right. I screenshotted your. Um, I screenshotted your picture and I sent it straight to Nick. I thought, well, let's get to the bottom of it. Right, what's in the box? So I sent that picture, which is a picture of the back of the page of the paper, with your text saying, "How back page of the West." Oh, that's exactly how I was sounding as well. <laughs> You're furious. <laughs> anyway, Nick had a laugh at that, and uh, I said, "What's in the box, mate?" It's all box. So, the, the giant box and the the, the article that. This is from from Nick. He's like, ah, oh yes, sir. I have no idea. This is you know, this is getting to the bottom things. This is what Backchat does. It was just a box for Teddy, who is our uh, uh, property steward. Right. I think it was strapping tape. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> How? <laughs> it literally was a delivery of strapping tape, mm-hmm. and Nick saw a box on the ground, so he picked it up. I took him in. At your time at West Coast, <laughs> did so you did you man. always Media watch. notice people waiting outside the training facility to take photos? Like because that's a that is someone in the car park waiting with yeah. the camera. That's when it gets frustrating the the media stuff is like that's a that's a grassy knoll type operation where it's not sniping out the back of bushes. Like yep. if you want a photo or a chat, go about it in the right way. Or, I don't know, if you have a good enough enough relationship with a player. Like, some of the best media guys here in Perth has have relationships with players and are able to ask them questions because they don't disrespect them. Mm. The ones that don't get a photo or are the ones that are taking them in the bushes. Yeah. And you just know who they are. And you know, you know what outlets they are. The West Australians clearly one of them. Okay. So, so like, what, why would you? Why would Nick then go out of his way to go and do an interview with them? You know, in his own time or anything like that. Like, seriously, have they got? Have they got a continued story? Continued. Yeah, the the story continued. The thing is, with these back page um, parts, like this, essentially, the back page and the front page is clickbait. Yeah, that's the thing to get you go. Oh, it's hang the on. ruse. That's I got to I got to check this out. I'm going to have to read more of the story. I'm going to buy the paper so that I can mm. read the full story. But the thing is with papers, it's not like they're stapled down until you buy them. You could just no, you could no, just no, stand you there and read it. And put it. But in the next the, you, where the continued is just that Eagles fly back to the nest post. Says, like, I get they've come back after quarantine and now they're back in Perth. I just don't know if it warrants a back page story. There is a person's name on it. I won't. I'm not going to name the journal because I don't think it's fair. I don't, and I know for a fact that they don't always have to. It's not like that person came up with the story and wrote it. I think sometimes they're told to write certain stories. Mm. But, but that, that 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 will go down. Of well, I mean, that's one of the worst uh, yes, I've ever seen. <laughs> that's like, I can't even think of another time where I've tr- where they've tried to hoodwink me into something. Oh, sometimes God. you know what? It's like with advertising. I see Hungry Jacks on the TV, and I think. You know what? You got me. I'm going to go buy Hunger Jacks. I'm not. I don't feel tricked. In this instance, <laughs> well, we we did want to speak to Nick for two minutes and get what was in the box, and then we're going to trick everyone else and say that we had a big time exclusive from Nick Nanaui. <laughs> yes, packing tape. Don't, don't go too hard. It's not packing tape. Strapping tape. We're going to do the same thing. Yeah, that's true. But uh, they're having a couple of drinks, West Coast boys, because they've just come out of quarantine, as we found out in mm. the back of the West. Can I um, ask you about drinks after the season? 
Yeah. So how long ago did the season finish? Uh, 14 days. Right. So they're They've having drinks because... They've been in quarantine. Yeah, been in quarantine. But in a normal season? In a normal season. Because I am under the impression after 2018, it went for days and days. But that was a grand final win. Yeah. That went for a long time because we had best. Uh, we had the best and fairest on the Friday following. Mm-hmm. So it went all the way up until then. Yep. And then we flew to Hong Kong for the footy trip on the Saturday. Yep. And we got back on the Tuesday. And then so, did it keep going? No. No, no. Okay. No, that was the closest I've ever been to checking myself into hospital. <laughs> but yeah. no, 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 Joe, I was unwell. Yep. Very unwell. Yep. Um, but you don't ever ask the question yet. Um, that was my. That was going to be the question. So the moment the game finishes, the last game of the season. Yeah, it's on. Beers. Yeah, on. And then message the wife, girlfriend, whatever. Hey, I'll see you in a few days. Unf- it's actually a really unfortunate uh, thing. That's like part and parcel. It's like girls just know that it's like once that's over, it's like beers, mm. lots of them. I mean, this is usually you send it, we read it. But uh, we had a, we have we had a couple of back and forth emails this week. You know what? I'm going to go to Reddit because there's one I want to give to you. This is called. Um, this is from someone adfine seven seven four. So if you want to get in touch with us on Reddit, mm. what is it? R slash backchat podcast. Okay. It says an idea for a segment for the podcast. We love segments on this podcast called with where called with a will. There's a way. People write in problems and Will solves them and Dan can poke holes at the solutions. Is this mum writing this? Mum used to love this saying. Like my whole my whole childhood. <laughs> there's a Will, there's a way, seriously. Unless, I mean, I could look at this profile. There's no way she Jan. knows. No, no. Maybe she knows how you've read it. No. <laughs> no, she doesn't. Um, how do you feel about that? I think that's a great. Okay, you know what? Let's do it. Where there's a Will, there's a way, right? If you've got a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. It's a line from... <laughs> it's a line from Ice Ice Baby. Okay. Um, Where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. If you've got a problem yep. every day, life problems, small, big, whatever, send it in. You'll solve it and I'll poke holes in it. There okay. you go. That's- I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a solution guy. That's, mm. that's good. That's really good. Yeah. I really like that. Someone's- so they would either send it, get on Reddit, put it on Reddit, or you can email, email us. us. Put it on Instagram, whatever. At hello at backchatpodcast.com.au mm. or on Instagram is backchat underscore podcast. Yeah, mate, you're absolutely cooking that. Um, someone else has said pregame traditions. That's the name of the post here on Reddit. I think it would be awesome if one of the players actually turned into an eagle and flew around the stadium. Not one of the stars, obviously. Make one of the rookies do it. Reddit's so cooked, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what happens over It'd there. It'd be like Animorphs. Okay. I don't even know what that is. You, oh, man. You, you, guys, you guys stay over in Reddit. Okay. Right. Let's finish, the, let's finish the podcast with a real uplifting segment. Something that's been going on, on Backchat for a long time. Social media. Ah, good. I thought it was going to be Dan's challenge. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get. We'll come back to that. Uh, uh, before we got there, mm. um, don't worry about it. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you later. Good. Uh, social media. Super, super tramp underscore Bryce. He's a good man, Super Tramp. Very good. Also known as Bryce. I, uh, I also... It doesn't say the word also. I don't know why I thought that. I had the weirdest dream the other night where I bumped into Thumper. I asked him if you guys still caught up and he got really upset and said, Scoey doesn't have time for us at the Eagles anymore. It made me wonder how you find it trying to keep in touch with your mates from the club during the season when you're operating from totally different schedules. Yeah, absolutely awful. Like, don't keep, like, very hard. It was hard as a player to keep in touch with guys that have finished up and it's been just as hard the other way around, which, not surprising, but it's been, it's it's not a great feeling. Like, Especially probably because the you know leadership of the team probably said, if you see Will around, don't go near him. <laughs> Why would they say that? They, yeah, I've, heard, well, they, I've heard they stories. Don't, they don't want to win, <laughs> clearly. Well, okay. Um, anyway, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's not it's not great. You go, you go from everyday 45 blokes that you feel very close with because you see them every single day and you're training. And the way footy is, it's like camaraderie, right? Like, you've got to mm-hmm. form as a team, so... But then when you're out and you're not actually seeing them, like very quickly strips back who your friends are. Mm. Um, oh, it's like when you leave school. 
Yeah, I suppose. You see someone out and about a year later, you're like, that's yeah. the worst guy. It is exactly like that, but like you're 32 and, you know, you're mm. married with kids. Like it's a bit different at school. You just go out and make new mates. Like, do you go yeah. and make new friends? It's hard to, it is, it's a weird thing to make friends at, at, as an adult. Well, you and I, yeah, yeah. You and I. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? We work together, so it sort of forced us. We, we, we'd, it's not like we ran into each other someone at a bar and someone I said, not, someone Hello, <laughs> how many of us are real friends? Kanye just keeps coming up. Hang on, but you don't make new friends by just running to, into people at bars. Some people do. Yeah, I know. So I know, but like, we, yeah. you, you make new friends by. I'm trying to think of the last, who was the last new friend, new male friend that mm-hmm. you made? Um, What, outside of work? Yeah. No, I don't think I've got one. Every Every male friend I have outside, like after school, is because I worked with them or... I don't. I, I honestly can't think of one. Yeah, there you go, listeners. Have a think about that one. Mm. That's a bad one, I reckon. New What's friends that? are good. Well, like, I don't know. New friends are good. Yeah. yeah. What about like, what about like a partner's, like your partner's oh, part, yeah. pa- your partner's friend's partner? Can't no. <laughs> I think I already know him. So, okay. Quite a. Kind of close. You're an insular kind of guy, aren't yeah. you? You like you like wrapping yourself up in bobber wrap and <laughs> don't step over the line. Yep. Saxon underscore Sunus. Not a question. I just want to say that the best back <laughs> of all time also has the best. Ca- Did you write this? No. Also has the best cameo of all time. Mm. I got one for my birthday, and it will forever be the best present ever. Even though your wish of me getting a kiss for my birthday failed to come true. Uh, Saxon, sorry, sorry, Caxton. Uh, so you wish someone on your cameo. You did a cameo for someone, and you said, "I wish you get a, a kiss for your birthday." Yeah, I can't remember doing that actually, Saxon. Um, but I will say, I'd rather look if you're going to choose between getting a cameo from me, mm-hmm. which look, love doing them. They're shoutouts. I'd rather you become a member of Patreon of the Backchat Patreon community mm-hmm. and just get around the the podcast. So I'm if, a team player. If if someone on our Patreon wanted a message from you, would you? Yes, there you go. All Absolutely. Right. So you free bi- cameos. So you bypassing cameo. Yeah, and you'll you'll do one. You yep. know what? I'm just gonna. Say, I'm I'm you, sure the people th- want them from me as well. I will also do <laughs> a cameo. I'd actually I'd actually like them more from you than me. <laughs> Josh underscore press. Hey guys, love the pod. I love how many underscores are in this. This is great. Every. Username has an underscore except Candace. Mm. Now, Candace, change your name. You're a very, very, very big fan, Candace, and we're big fans of you. But mm. if you don't put an underscore in that name of yours, you'd be very upset. <laughs> Josh underscore press. Hey guys, love the pod. We love you too, Josh. Scully, would you go back to West Coast in an off field role? If so, what would you do and what would be the first thing you'd do in your role? Hang on. Bob Murphy joining for you. that. GM, GM of uh, he's he's the footy manager. Like he's is that what he is though? Because they just they're calling nah, him off field role. They said gen, no no general manager of football. That's huge. He's a good get. Well, he is, but it kind of got me. The article that I read got me thinking. Like maybe I could do that. Like, if, yeah. like no offense to Bob Murphy, like he's the captain of the footy club. Obviously, highly credentialed leadership like capability. But I don't know, like. I don't know anything about him. He's just been on SEN with um, Andy Ma, just talking shit for the last 12 months. So, good on him. He must be a bit of a football brain, though. Well, you'd hope so. I mean, Unless big, Frio are just role. absolutely taking an absolute punt on him. It's not like they've done that before. R-J-I-S underscore 89. In the NBA, you hear about players making recruiting pitches and guys planning to team up. Does any of that happen in the AFL? Oh, I hope it does. Can't think of it. The closest I think it could happen with like Max and Ben King, the two twins, to right. like key position forward that are playing at Gold Coast and St Kilda. That'd be cool if they were just like texting each other. Two other twins, I can't think of their name right now, and it's a podcast, and everyone's gonna be like, "That's their name." Mm-hmm. Uh, Talia, Talia, um, a brother of Sydney and Adelaide, and one of them uh, divulged confidential information about the other team and he got big suspension i don't remember this mm. there yeah, you go that was that was in the public so yeah players don't go you know how there's always yeah like, okay hang on let's let's talk about this maybe, maybe Lockie neil's done it with fifey 
post-game, you know there's often a lot of chatter. What are you guys talking about after a game between the two teams? You know there's like the two guys that are like no, having a bit it. of a laugh. I only right, how's the wife? No, like, no, I don't no, know. No. Uh, I hate that. Only, only guys that you'll see me hanging around talking to is if I know them. Yeah, like yeah. School, representative footy, like Geelong people. That like there tends to be a like Travis Boke. I would speak to Travis Boke. Mm. Played played in Geelong. Mm. You generally know the similar people. I know quite a few Geelong boys because of that. But like, I just I hate it. I hate it. The chit chat. Yeah, win, when, even when you've won, not like being a sore loser. When when mm. you've won, just get it. Just get off. Just give him the way. What are they talking about, hey, mate? Oh, mate. Hey, going? How, how's training? Training good? Yeah. Oh, are they working you hard at the moment? Like, shut. Oh, geez, your boy play well. They like it's it's the genuine, just like a suck, like sucking each other off. <laughs> <laughs> We're not on the ABC, mate. Shut up. <laughs> Candace Spag, last one. Okay, no, 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 good. Hi guys, a lot of chat about Toby Green shouldn't be captain, etc. Scoey, how does the club go about captaincy? Is it player driven? Have you have have either of your coaches just said this bloke is captain regardless of what players wanted? I've noticed JK has been VC for a long time and never been elevated. Why do you think that is? Also, has there been any player that's come in and you automatically thought, yep, he'll be a skipper of this club one day? Dan, here we go. As a West Coast supporter, who would you like to see as captain next? Do you want to go first? Because I've got five questions. Yep, okay. Um, captain West Coast That's next. a good question because the next... West Coast captain, there's a void in my opinion. So I'll be interested to hear your answer. I might go um, Tommy Brass. I've, well, yeah, great. I think he'd be a good captain. I think you could be on the money. Is it player-driven? You vote every year. Yep. Is it player-driven? You don't get shown the results. You get told the results. I've always right. been kind of sceptical, to be really honest. Mm. I think I think in the end, coaches and higher-ups make the decisions with guidance from the players. Yeah, yeah, If there's, you if, know, if, if no one if, votes If, if one an guy. outsider got voted in by the players and coaches and the admin didn't want him, he wouldn't be in the leadership group. Would they make him in the, like, a vice-captain or something? No. Not they, at all? I don't think so. Right. But they'd be guided. But I think they do what they want. Mm. That's just my opinion. Um, like, JK has been a vice-captain for a long time. I don't think he's been overly uh, – he's never really wanted that captaincy. Yep. Like, what, you've so got to you really – yourself or? You've got to really want to be a captain. You can't – you don't want to be voted into being a captain and that, you know, like it's a bloody it's a bloody hard role. There's, there's extra stuff to come on. But overall, there's a lot more responsibility as a player. Like, mm. you have to – you have to perform, which mm. you have to anyway when you're a good player, but – that captaincy role, like, there's a lot of extra pressure, and I just think it's not the right role for JK. Vice captain's perfect for JK. Mm. He's to be to be a good captain, you have to have good guys underneath you as well. So that's JK. And then the last one uh, has already been, yeah, Oscar Allen for mine. He's t- talked yeah. about it in the media, but yeah, uh, I think Tom Barras next captain. That's that's on the money. I don't think many people would say that. I think you have to be take true. age into account. I think it'll be out of. Um, yeah, correct. McGovern, but potentially depending on how long Shuey is captain, that might go past Gov. In terms of like, why yeah. would you go Shuey to Gov for two years and Gov retire? Like, exactly. You want a bit more longevity. So I think a TB Sheed, huh? Um, age, age area. Yep. But that's where they have the void. Mm. Um, those two in that area would be the two for mine. Uh, new studio, new pod. Backchat 2.0. It's been pretty fun. Hopefully it's been enjoyable for you as well. If you want to get in touch with us, um, you can reach us across all socials, Instagram, Backchat Podcast. Well, Instagram is Backchat underscore podcast. Twitter is Backchat underscore pod. Reddit is r slash Backchat Podcast. You can email us at hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. You can get all of that in one place. Please don't say www. On our website backchatpodcast.com.au brought to you by Josh Big Big Lynn and and that's about it Um, we'll see you next week jump on a Patreon there's a nice little story there this week bye bye
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.